Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. I'm right here, folks, man. I got this, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, ankle pickers, welcome back. It's Sunday night. I'm here with my two favorite Twitter personalities on the Twitter sphere. <laughs> I've got MMA Capper DK and Kingpin MMA. What's up, boys? How we doing? We're, you know, I'm I'm chilling. I'm excited to be here as always. This is my favorite episode of the week. But God, I'm not gonna lie, I'm still a little uh, salty from last fight card. This most Myth. recent pay per view did not go my way. <laughs> Definitely. A lot, a lot of favorites taken L's in the last two cards. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we were due for that. We had a bunch of favorites winning for a while. Yeah. But we're back in the lab. We've got a six-fight main card for Blades-Lewis fight night coming up this weekend. And, boys, I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves here, but we're getting to a pretty exciting part of the year. You, you, you look ahead at just about all the rest of the cards the rest of the way, and we've got some awesome, awesome fights, some depth in the cards. Just looking forward to it. Yeah. The other thing, too, is not only is December notoriously the be- one of the best months for cards, but it's also going to be the best month for the podcast here. We got a lot of things coming up. We got main event challenge finishing off. We got, as Danny mentioned, and we all hopped on the idea, we're going to do a ankle pick awards show, which I'm really excited for. We're going to have to get blitz for that. So not only do we have a lot of great cards coming up, we also have a lot of great ankle pick activities as well shows so i'm really excited for the month of december and let's finish off strong going into content the year. content content yes so sir with that let's not get bogged down let's jump right in like we bah. said six fights on the main card opening things up we had danny lead off last week reese you can go ahead and start this week we have a featherweight fight spike carlisle and bill Aldea. go for it this might be the toughest one that we've had to do to date a lot of these ones are really tough to pick. So be gentle on us on the, in the Twitter, Twitter sphere because this one's going to be tough. I, I don't want to lose my expert credential. With that being said, Spike Carlisle lost to Billy Q, was kind of disappointed with that loss. He was the favorite, and I thought he was going to be able to take that one. He's only has one other UFC fight to date. Alon Cruz, a guy who came off the Contender Series, and, and he – beat oh it was a sweet win it was oh steven steven when that's who it was so he had a good win in the contender series got on the main card fought spike carlisle got knocked out i'm not impressed by that win so i'm hoping there's not too much stock in carlisle bill algio another guy i'm not too impressed with but i am impressed with him he fought ricardo lamas to a decision in his ufc debut i this one's so tough i'm i'm scared to do it I, I hope Danny's going to be as wrong as I am. I'm going to have Spike Carlisle as the favorite just because he's been in the UFC for an extra fight. And it's just, I, this one's just so tough. I'm going to say Spike Carlisle minus 135. Yeah. So I'm, I'm thinking pretty much along the same lines as Reese. The biggest thing for me is that Spike 
has a win in the UFC. It's not only that he has more fights, he's got that W. Uh, Algio has come in and it's 0-1. And he's only really cracked the roster in this COVID era where Dana was scratched for fighters. He doesn't train out a bit of a bit out of a big gym. It's just Algio MMA kickboxing. It seems to be his own gym that he runs. So I'm going to favor Spike a little bit more because I know that Spike's out of Team Alpha Male. Alpha Male. I know we tend to fade them, but they are. He's, he's got to have better training partners than Bill Algio's home gym. I'm going to say minus 150. Okay. First point goes to DK. Fuck. Opening at minus 150. Carlisle. Oh currently sitting at minus 165 so y'all are pretty close right there for as tough as that one might have been yeah i mean bill the thing about is like yes carlisle is a win in the ufc and he has an extra fight but ricardo lamas if i if you guys remember that fight on the smith rackage card he algio was a big dog and he kind of overperformed like i think he might have even taken the first round against lamas and then ricardo's uh experience took over but that, this is going to be a fight I'm actually excited for. I hope it does sneak onto the main card. Uh, way to go, Dan. And if you remember that Billy Q fight, Spike uh, thought the round ended early and got up, started walking away, and received a, a big right hand that dropped him. I do remember that. I do remember that. Point DK. Point DK. Second fight of the main card. Welterweight bout. Miguel Baeza and Takashi Sato. DK, your turn to lead us off. Um... If I remember correctly, Baeza is coming off of a, a knockout win over Matt Brown, I think. So, yeah, Baeza is an undefeated fighter. I got to assume that the line favors him ever so slightly because he he is only 9-0 and and with only two wins at post-contender series, albeit they're both finishes. So... Takashi Sato was a prospect that I had a little bit. I, I thought he, I thought he was going to be a real a real contender, and he got stopped by Bilal Muhammad pretty recently. So like, Bilal Muhammad's good, but he's not ranked. I think that the line is going to favor the undefeated Baeza here. I don't think it'll be too much. I'm going to go minus. 125. I like that a lot. I'm going to go a little higher here. Just a little. Um, and I actually think I wouldn't be surprised if come this weekend I'm on Sato. But I'm going to go Baeza and I'm going to do it at minus 145. Reese will tie things up here. After opening at minus 190 by Aza, he's come down a little bit to 175. Oh, yeah, that seems a little more right. This is going to be one where the under might be an interesting play. Both these guys love to throw absolute missiles. Well, we can see that number two later in the week as we get into taping and into our regularly scheduled programming. Third fight of the night, flyweight bouts Amir Albazi and Zalgas Zumagulov. Now, this one was one of the ones that I really was hoping Danny would get so I could get a little bit of a read on where to ride this one because, full disclosure, I know about both these guys, but on a limited basis, they both only have one UFC fight to their to their name. Albazi 
beat Malcolm Gordon, but it was like a lot earlier this year is on the Joe Benny two card. And I don't think he has a lot of experience. He has one fight in the UFC too. So it's hard to hold too much stock in that. It's almost like it, it's really showing you how COVID's affecting these cards. Um, Zuma Gulov lost to Paiva, but I have a ton of respect for him. And then that was his only UFC fight. So I'm going to say it's going to be very, it's got to be close ish to even. Um, I'm going to say Amir Albazi minus 125. But I, I could see it being 125 either way, but it's got to be pretty close. These guys seem to be quite comparable. Yeah, I definitely see where Reese is coming from. These guys are compar- comparable. I, I, if I remember correctly, Zuma Gulov looked pretty nice in that uh, decision loss to Halloween Piabak. Kind of thought that he was going to get rolled there. Zuma Gulov has a um, win over Tyson Nam. Back in 2018, that's pretty impressive. Looking at that it, is, that's a great win. Looking at and it, and again, wh- where I where we set the line doesn't always mean where we're riding. It just sometimes you got to think how Vegas is thinking too. 13 and one might play. I think you're right on it. Um, I'm I, I'm just gonna go minus 125 the other way because okay, I like that. I could see this going either way, honestly. Me too. And. Sure. Where one of these guys is on a streak and the other's coming off a loss, but I actually think that the one coming off a loss has a better resume. I agree. So, I agree. I think a Piva loss holds more weight than a Malcolm Gordon win. Albazi opened as a favorite at minus 155. Sunday night where we're sitting, your favorite is Zalgas Zumagulov at minus 115. Wow. DK is going to take the points. But y'all are zeroing in right there too, and it's uh, you know it's one fifteen one oh five. How you guys had had it drawn up? Wow, right. we already missed the value train. Fourth fight on the main card, heavyweight bout: Parker Porter and Josh Parisian. So Parker Porter just got stomped, I think, by Chris Daukus. We just saw Kyle Daukus last weekend. His brother. Chris. Yeah, they're, they're yeah they are brothers actually. Parisian. Coming off of a big contender series knockout, he's got to have some hype going on. But I, I honestly don't know a lot about these guys. Parisian looks like he's riding a six-fight win streak. I got to assume that the hype's in his favor. But he is making his debut. It is heavyweight. I got to assume they're going to give them each, each of these guys a puncher's chance. I'm going to go Parisian minus 180, 90, 80, minus 180, final answer. Locking in 80. Reese. Okay. Parker Porter looked so terrible against Dawkins. It was alarming. And a lot of people were like, how was this guy a, a professional fighter? Then you look a little deeper. He was standing and banging with a guy, but he actually trains out of a jiu-jitsu gym and has four submissions on his record along with four KOTKOs, which I found interesting. Josh Preeze, you know, ever like Danny alluded, he got a recent knockout victory on Dana White Contender Series. And going back, he hasn't even fought out of the first round. He fought out of the first round two fights ago, but other than that, he had like a 10-fight streak of it either being ended or he ended it in the first round. I imagine Parisian's going to be the favorite, and I actually see it for – I think Danny gave me a free point here because I think it's going to be higher. And I'm not going to do 181. I'm going to go like – Parisian minus 220. 
on the number. Reese hits at 220. Wow. Yep. I almost said 232, but I, I want Opened at minus 164, but it's come up to 220 since opening. I wouldn't be surprised if it goes up even farther, to be honest with you. That's where we're headed. Co-main on this week's card, Anthony Smith, Devin Clark. Reese, lead us off. So in all honesty, and I said this before we started recording, just when we were chatting, I think this one's going to be the hardest one for me to pick because you don't know what Anthony Smith you're going to get because he got absolutely rocked by Rackage. He got absolutely rocked by Teixeira. Tough, tough, tough losses. Really beat up. But before that, he shocked the world with the Gustafson win. He almost, he had a title fight against John Jones after ripping off, eh, the Shogun and the Rashad Evans fights weren't great, but the Vulcan win's great. And so I don't know what to expect out of Anthony Clark, uh, Anthony Smith. The problem is, is I love Devin Clark. I think he's a guy who he fights out of, good, out of a good gym at Jackson Wink, and he has some good wins to his name. I think he has a better fight IQ than people give him credit for, and he's able to endure um, a lot of damage. I have one question before I set this line. Is this fight taking place at 85 or 205? I imagine 205. 205, light heavy. Okay, so Anthony Smith is going to have the size advantage there. Oh, but maybe not. Clark's a big, big guy. All right, I'm going to go. I'm going to think Anthony Smith is favored, but I have Devin Clark as a severely live dog, if that is the case. I'm going to go Anthony Smith minus 150. At least from a betting perspective, I'm going to need to tape that or rewatch that Ryan Spann, Devin Clark fight and kind of see what happened there. But that's really the only red flag I see on his resume. A loss to Rakic and a loss to Jan Blahovic early in your career are, are two things I am not worried of one bit about. I don't think that Vegas is really going to look too deep into his resume here. I think that Anthony Smith still carries a decent amount of name value even though I, I think he's pretty much been exposed as of late. I think that you're not high enough. I'm going to go. Really? I'm going to go minus 160. I, I, I agree oh, so with you. 10 points. Okay. Yeah. Maybe minus 170. No, you might, you might steal this one, but if it's, if it's any higher than 160 or 170, I'm going on my book right now and placing it. Even at even, I'm probably going to fade Lionheart. He's looked so, so bad. Lionheart opened up at minus 160, but currently sitting at minus 130. So Reese is going to take the third oh. points. Once you said it opened at 160, I knew I had it. I knew I had it because I knew people were going to bet that down. Main event of the evening. We've got a heavyweight bout, a couple of top five contenders, Curtis Blades and Derek Lewis. So this one in my opinion, it's going to be a, a huge snooze fest. Uh, I see Curtis laying on top of him for 25 minutes, similarly to how the Curtis Volkov fight went. I, I, I think that Vegas is going to see it the same way I do right now. I, I, I wrote it down as Curtis Blades minus 300. The grappling between the two is really just not similar. It is just... I'm struggling. I'm tripling over my words here, but Curtis Blades is head and shoulders better of a wrestler and will have top pressure maintained the entire time. 
I, I, 300 is a great line. The one thing that I think people are going to try to find as reasons to bet Derek Lewis is he's a fan favorite, but I'm with you, Dan. I, I do not see a path to victory for Derek Lewis. I really don't. I think Curtis Blades, although Francis Ngannou hits, I mean, he hits a whole nother level than Derek Lewis. And I imagine it, but I actually think you're wrong. I don't think, I don't see this going to decision. I actually see this being a KOTKO or potentially even a submission. I'm actually pretty confident in both those things. I think Derek Lewis has no intentions on going five rounds. And if it even goes into the three, I think he's going to give up his neck. I mean, that's Derek Lewis has no intentions on sitting in there for five whole rounds. I'm going to go Curtis Blades, but I'm going to actually do it by minus 345. That's the number I had going in tonight. I'm going to stick with it. Um, and I think there's a, there is a real good chance it, it drifts close to that magic minus 400. I really do. And, and I think people might steam it down because it's Derek Lewis, but add Curtis blades, to your parlay people. I don't see a path to victory for Derek Lewis. The points and the win goes to Reese minus three forty. Boom. Five basis points off from Reese. Three forty five pick. Uh, what do you have it up? Where did it open? 210. Whoa. Holy shit. That is far too low. Lots of value there. Tons. I'd throw the house. How long ago was that? Yeah, Jesus. It opened at 210 on August 20th. So that was back oh, three months wow. ago. I was about to say, if, if I could get that at 210, if I see that open at 210, I instantly am throwing 10 Gs. I mean, that is a so much value. It's been in the 300 since kind of mid-September. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. I, I, I really think it's probably going to get dangerously close to that 400 line if there's a lot of sharp action because um, I had – when Derek Lewis fought Daniel Cormier, he was coming in on a roll with – after beating Nganu in that absolute slews fest and then that knockout over Volkov. I actually laid a massive bet on Cormier, and I think it was like minus 500 or something crazy because Derek Lewis just does not have a path to victory. He just doesn't. He's not – he, the only reason why he beat uh, Olenek is because of how old and how undersized Olenek was. Curtis Blades is not old. Curtis Blades is not undersized. If anything, Curtis Blades is the bigger man. I, I think this is going to be an absolute mauling for the ages. Well, Reese, impressive performance here tonight. Thank you. I one on the this. number, one five off, and taking the win to go to 4-3-1. and one. We will be back in action, back in the studio later in the week, a couple of times here this Thanksgiving week. And until then, view the music. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.